Section number 107 of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Adam Santoni. The World's Story, Volume 5. Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 107. The Return of Columbus, 1493, by Washington Irving. The fame of his discovery had resounded throughout the nation, and as his route lay through several of the finest and most populous provinces of Spain, his journey appeared like the progress of a sovereign. Wherever he passed, the country poured forth its inhabitants, who lined the road and thronged the villages. The streets, windows, and balconies of the towns were filled with eager spectators, who rent the air with acclamations. His journey was continually impeded by the multitude pressing to gain a sight of him and of the Indians, who were regarded with as much astonishment as if they had been natives of another planet. It was impossible to satisfy the craving curiosity which assailed him and his attendants at every stage with innumerable questions. Popular rumor, as usual, had exaggerated the truth and had filled the newly found country with all kinds of wonders. About the middle of April, Columbus arrived at Barcelona, where every preparation had been made to give him a solemn and magnificent reception. The beauty and serenity of the weather, in that genial season and favored climate, contributed to give splendor to this memorable ceremony. As he drew near the place, many of the youthful courtiers and hidalgos, together with a vast concourse of the populace, came forth to meet and welcome him. His entrance into this noble city has been compared to one of those triumphs which the Romans were accustomed to decree to conquerors. First were paraded the Indians, painted according to their savage fashion, and decorated with their national ornaments of gold. After these were born various kinds of live parrots, together with stuffed birds and animals of unknown species, and rare plants supposed to be of precious qualities while great care was taken to make a conspicuous display of Indian coronets, bracelets, and other decorations of gold, which might give an idea of the wealth of the newly discovered regions. After this followed Columbus on horseback, surrounded by a brilliant cavalcade of Spanish chivalry. The streets were almost impassable from the countless multitude. The windows and balconies were crowded with the fair. The very roofs were covered with spectators. It seemed as if the public eye could not be stated with gazing on these trophies of an unknown world, or on the remarkable man by whom it had been discovered. There was a sublimity in this event that mingled a solemn feeling with the public joy. It was looked upon as a vast and signal dispensation of providence, in reward for the piety of the monarchs, and the majestic and venerable appearance of the discoverer, so different from the youth and buoyancy generally expected from roving enterprise seemed in harmony with the grandeur and dignity of his achievement. To receive him with suitable pomp and distinction, the sovereigns had ordered their throne to be placed in public under a rich canopy of brocade of gold, in a vast and splendid saloon. Here the king and queen awaited his arrival, seated in state, with the Prince Juan beside them, and attended by the dignitaries of their court and the principal nobility of Castile, Valencia, Catalonia, and Aragon all impatient to behold the man who had conferred so incalculable a benefit upon the nation. At length Columbus entered the hall, surrounded by a brilliant crowd of cavaliers, among whom, says Las Casas, he was conspicuous for his stately and commanding person. 
which with his countenance rendered venerable by gray hairs gave him the august appearance of a senator of rome a modest smile lighted up his features showing that he enjoyed the state and glory in which he came and certainly nothing could be more deeply moving to a mind inflamed by noble ambition and conscious of having greatly deserved than these testimonials of the admiration and gratitude of a nation or rather of a world as columbus approached the sovereign rose as if receiving a person of the highest rank bending his knees he offered to kiss their hands but there was some hesitation on their part to permit this act of homage raising him in the most gracious manner they ordered him to seat himself in their presence a rare honor in this proud and punctilious court at their request he now gave an account of the most striking events of his voyage and a description of the islands discovered he displayed specimens of unknown birds and other animals of rare plants of medicinal and aromatic virtues of native gold and dust in crude masses or labored into barbaric ornaments and above all the natives of these countries who were objects of intense and inexhaustible interest all these he pronounced were harbingers of great discoveries yet to be made which would add realms of incalculable wealth to the dominions of their majesties and whole nations of proselytes to the true faith when he had finished the sovereigns sank on their knees and raising their clasped hands to heaven their eyes filled with tears of joy and gratitude poured forth thanks and praises to god for so great a providence all present followed their example a deep and solemn enthusiasm pervaded that splendid assembly and prevented all common acclamations of triumph the anthem te diem laudamus chanted by the choir of the royal chapel with the accompaniment of instruments rose in a full body of sacred harmony bearing up as it were the feelings and thoughts of the auditors to heaven so that says the venerable las casas it seemed as if in that hour they communicated with celestial delights such was the solemn and pious manner in which the brilliant court of spain celebrated the sublime event offering up a grateful tribute of melody and praise and giving glory to god for the discovery of another world end of section one hundred and seven